up early in this morning for this woman, all the way from Japan, who some people would call Miss Coco, sitting in her cozy chair, just all comfy. So lame. How's it? I mean, how is it over there? Uh, well, Japan's really strict, so not so much Tokyo though. I'm in Okinawa, so I'm on one of the the neighboring islands, but. Mainland Tokyo is pretty much almost just like the states. There, you you wear masks, obviously the hand sanitizer. But Okinawa, on the other hand, is like really restricted. There's no in dining. Um, it's only takeout only. There's no like uh, retail shopping. It's pretty much limited to a lot of stuff. Um, just outdoors activities and pretty much that's it. It's boring. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would figure Japan is more prepared for any of this stuff than over here in America. It like, took us way too long to even respond to this COVID thing. And that's where you get in the spot where, so you're kind of in the better zone over there, at least for yeah. COVID. Yeah, they think like maybe a couple hundred outbreaks of like positives is like a pandemic over here. So oh, if we, okay. get, we get past 10 a day, it's too much. It's like they shut down everything. <laughs> so yeah. When did you move to Japan? Um, I moved to Japan in October, October of 2020. Oh wow. Yeah. This, yeah so this is my first time here. Um, I lived in Japan in 2012 to 2015 too, and I loved it. So oh, okay. So you lived in Japan, you moved out, and then you moved back in. So what made you kind of do the switch around? Because the States is just ghetto. <laughs> so you went, back, you went back to America. It's like, you know what? I don't like Americans. I want to go back to the J- Japan. I, I get it. Yeah. There's some uh, or Americans that are cruddy. Actually, the interesting thing is that you're living here in Japan. I don't know if you even know about this, but it's all over TikTok, which you're on TikTok. So maybe you've mm-hmm. seen this on your For You page, or maybe you haven't. However... There are some black people who do not like Asians, and that is because, uh, well, there are certain, there are some Asian-owned store owners that have not treated black people well, so they look at them and go like, you know what, all Asians are bad, screw them all, No, we have no allies, everybody else is our enemy. So you living in Japan where you're mostly surrounded by people who are Asian, and, and if you even like hear about that, like, do how true or false is that uh, belief? So I've had nothing but good experiences since I've been in Japan. I mean, Japanese people are very nice, very like well-mannered people. Um, I am sore. I do stick out a lot. So I get a lot of um, older people and kids that will run up to me, hug me, touch me, rub me, want pictures with me. Um, I, I haven't received any kind of negative anything in terms of like Japanese people. Now, Chinese people is that's a little bit different because okay. I did yeah. I did go to China and Chinese people are, you know, not so friendly. <laughs> well weren't I, I my experiences with Chinese people, I'll take that back. My experiences with Chinese people was, you know, the latter of Japanese people. So I love it here actually. Like I can go in shops and no one will say anything to me. Like a lot of Japanese people really do love like uh my facial features so I do get a lot of compliments I do get a lot of people that touch me that touch my face which I tell them don't touch my face (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I love Japanese people. I love Asian people. <laughs> so, I love Asian culture. So I don't know. Um, I I have seen. I, I think I saw that. I saw one TikTok about it. Um, about um Asian discrimination, but I didn't pay a lot of attention to it because it didn't interest me. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. Scroll past it. I wish I could not pay attention to it. I get so much like hate division on my TikTok. It's kind of crazy. I just open up the app and something, some type of uh, drama going on, some BS and all that. I just like, I try not to duet or stitch anyone who says something racist or says something hateful to another race. Only an occasion where it gets to a point where I feel like I do have to talk about it. But most of the times, yeah, I, I get that. It, it just that when I see that happening where they show something something like discriminatory of certain Asians towards black people and then go and like well uh, you don't deserve to feel the uh, you don't deserve to feel oppressed because of what your people did and it's like okay how do you know that person is related because there's different types of Asian there's Vietnamese there's as Japanese there's even Oh, there was, there was another one. Oh, and even South Asian. I'm just not for like stereotyping and generalizing a Thai race based off of uh, all that. Regarding Chinese, where you're talking about your experience in China, I heard the government is not very kind to their own people. So maybe they just kind of raised... Because I, I know that in China, they actually minimize or they get rid of black people and movie posters i mean i i get that but i mean knowing that you had a positive experience living over there that's great i mean i've been to i've been to thailand i've been to china i've been i love japan i've been to guam and i've also been to korea and out of all of those i will say that china and korea was the two that i may not ever go back to love guam love Thailand, love Japan, and, you know, I haven't ever experienced any kind of bad things. The other two, I'm not going to speak on those uh, incidents, but I probably won't ever go back to those two, unless, unless it's like a major Comic-Con or something. <laughs> but yeah, those are my experiences. But I, I do, I love South Asian people. I have two really good friends, Laos, that are Laos, I have a good friend of mine. She's Cambodian and I actually want to go there. She's been trying to invite me there for years and I just hadn't, you know, made that trip yet. But other than that, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, before you even talk about your shots, so that you living in Japan, having to move back from America, how do you afford all this? I bet it costs a lot of money. Um, so I, for a, a pretty big time in my life, I was in the military in my first year I was in the military and I was stationed here um and in in that time like you pretty much as okay so I was pretty low (laughs) so I really couldn't do anything to be honest so all you could do is pretty much stay in the barracks on base and save your money just save your money save your money and then after that like I got really big into uh investments stocks stuff like that um and now I'm just over here into cosplay, my business, and just pretty much living life. My mom says I'm a backpacker. I'm not a backpacker, though. (laughs) Which, uh, yeah, so 
being in the military, I hear that some people go in the military, they get a uh, operation, not operation, they, they have a mission to just uh, go over to Japan. How was yeah. that being in the military and then uh, not, not just but in the military, but also having to travel outside or to country and to kind of live there for a little bit? So I, that's the only reason why I joined the military, really, to get out of the state. Because so where I'm from, I'm from Alabama, and I don't know if you've ever been to Alabama. And, <laughs> well, it's interesting, I would say. So I grew up just pretty much in the house, yeah. uh, watching cartoons, watching anime, and I was like, I need to get out of here, and I need to do it for free. So I joined the, the Marine Corps, and the Marine Corps was like, Ah, we we can send you to Japan. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to Japan um so went to boot camp went to japan um stayed over here for three years and went back and just hated it it was a lot of stuff that i missed there's a lot of stuff that uh i was able to do and how i felt while i was here that you just can't replace and well the u.s can't replace it right now not saying that they can't they won't be able to replace it in the future but it's just the custom and courtesies here um the way of life, the air, the water, the the everything, it just everything really, like the streets to the crime. Like my first time seeing three-year-old, five-year-olds walk down the street by themselves, no, no parents, nothing. They're just going where they need to go. No one's bothering them. No, no one's gonna take them, nothing. And it's cute. It's like, where are these kids? going <laughs> and it makes you want to follow them to make sure they get to where they got to go safely um but then they look at you like like why are you following me like don't follow me <laughs> so yeah and then that that is just the the low crime is what got me like I could pretty much walk out of my house you know and not have to fear for something happening to me and I know that if something does happen to me that somebody will help me so that's a big thing too. Yeah. I, See, I have uh, have a lot of amazing friends over here in the states, and the reason why I would not even even in Texas, that I, reason I would not think of wanting to move because I don't want to leave them behind. But and I have friends who live outside of the U.S. I could see someone being afraid of wanting to live here because there's a lot of messed up things here that have yet to be. So now there's like stepping stones, but it's not completely great. Would you though? Would you uh, want to visit the states for a convention, like not for just to live there, but say there's an anime convention over in California or even here in Texas? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I've I've been to the Comic Con in San Diego. Yeah. Um, that was the fourth Comic-Con that I cosplayed at, and it was pretty fun. Um, I've been to the Comic-Con in a- Atlanta. I, there's a small one in Alabama, uh, Momo-Con. Um, I've been to the one in Tokyo. I love to cosplay in Harajuku and because it's just so festive. It's very bright colors. I don't know if you've ever been to Harajuku. Have you? I have, like, that's the thing is I've never been to any con outside of texas but one day i would like to be in new york or in in uh atlanta i feel like going to japan that would be a lot of money so that maybe that's like a long-term because i I don't know what it's like traveling international (laughs) well so 
right now the flights are cheap. Well, like, okay, I, I'm not one to go during COVID. I, I'm yeah, until COVID is is out of the picture before I consider that. I don't, I don't. In case, even though I'm fully vaccinated, in case something happens, like I don't know, someone gets COVID or I, it follows me, I don't even know what's going on. I don't want to bring that over to Japan. If yeah, so yeah, they'll detain you. Like you won't know what's happening to you. (laughs) But uh, so the flights on a normal post-COVID, pre-COVID, and and pre-COVID, I would assume the flights for a full flight round trip was about fifteen hundred dollars, and then stay hotel. The hotel you can find a really nice small condensed hotel for maybe like $94 a night which is cool so if you really wanted to you could do a five-day uh trip to Japan it wouldn't cost you maybe like four 4k for a full trip that's including food and meals and stuff because they have they have vending machines that that serve as like full like ramen bowls it's pretty much everything like yeah so I mean yeah again that's still a long-term goal because I'm I'm in a any place to be uh, I'm, I'm still trying to get a new job so I'm, which I might get it soon so just for right now I mean it's not even something I can just picture but I, I guess five years down the, I don't know someday I'd like to be in Japan just to visit it. as far yeah. as your business goes so you're in Japan with selling anime cosmetics mm-hmm. yep yeah. and like big year yep so I have a I have a um I would say she's she's my avatar, but so I have a few actually. Coco, which is my logo, and she's like a chocolate girl with with locks, with the brown eyes, and um, just to open up like a lot of different versions of anime. There's a lot of different characters that I would like to play, um, and then or you know cosplay. And people, I like going back to what you said. I do get a lot of like hate mail when it comes to certain you know characters i cosplay because i do do a little alt version of my own when it comes to the characters but that kind of that kind of mail i just be like whatever dude bye i'm gonna still do me you know what i'm saying so i decided to bring like something new and something refreshing you know to japan because there's a lot of like uh circles here that love you know pop culture American culture, Black culture, African culture, even Caribbean culture here. They're like open to so much, especially new stuff too. So, yeah. Well, that is awesome to know. I mean, especially, I mean, in this current time, Black people are being represented even more in anime. There's actually one on Netflix, either now or coming soon. I don't know if it's available on Netflix in Japan. But there's an anime about the first or the the black samurai. I think it's yeah. Oh, Yusuke. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've seen some. I've seen a little bit of it. It's here. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> well, that that is awesome. I, I, well, I mean, I figure now living in Japan, you, I mean, you had to you had to learn the ropes. You probably had to learn Japanese. You had to learn uh, some other things as well. I'm still learning. I, I can maneuver my way around. Um, I do have, I have a sensei and she teaches, she teaches me for the most part. So whenever I'm somewhere where like, it's very like, uh, I would say, uh, haven't been touched by foreign, you know, anything, 
like the countryside i always go with her so um but in the inner cities most japanese people like especially the younger ones can speak english wow yeah that is cool and so what got you i mean you mentioned your love for anime so that probably inspired you to make this uh business and as you called an anime a beauty shop mm-hmm. what so specifically what other things do you sell uh merchandise like i have like uh anime merchandise like so i'm very very big it i love a i love itachi uh i love the akatsuki so i have a lot of akatsuki things on my website um i love inuyasha favorite character is shishomaru he's uh and then also i love hunter hunter too i love hisoka so i have some stuff for them i have sailor moon merchandise um and then at one point in time i had a lot of uh naruto backpacks but they sold out so they're completely sold out they sold out really fast um but most of my stuff that i have on there some of it is paired with beauty items but then i also have like anime merchandise if that makes sense it's not a lot though but it's the main goal for my my business my uh boutique was to create an anime beauty line but the merchandise is just extra because i'm already over here and i see things and i'm like oh that's cool someone in the state might you know want that and can't come over here and get it so i buy it and then i'll put it on my website <laughs> so your business has been taken off it seems if you've had things that have sold out and um you know people mm-hmm. from international tra- or st- states maybe even in other countries hopefully you get and there's probably anime fans in the UK and in other parts of the world as well. I mean, you never know. So to see that, that's awesome. So you're already, you're already making it. No, well, I mean, you got good days, you got bad days. So um, a really good thing about getting into a business, you always have to look at the, 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 the charts. You got to look at the analytics. You got to look at and analyze all of your data. But so for me, I tend to have a spike. Uh, at the beginning of the week, which is weird because most people get paid at the end of the week. But if you look at my, if you look at my stats, there's people on my website at the end of the week, like during the weekend, they just don't purchase anything until the beginning of the week. So it's really tricky. Um, and then, you know, some, some weeks, some, some days, some, you know, weeks I'll have a surplus of orders, but then some I'll just go dry. So it's very challenging because you'll, you'll think that you're not being, you're, you're doing something wrong you're not successful, you're not like, there's something that you should be doing better just to help your business out. But at the end of the day, it's pretty much just marketing. It's about, it's about the people that, you know, you're, you interact with, the people that see your stuff, the people that, you know, is interested in the, the things that you are trying to sell. You know what I'm saying? So at, recently, there wasn't a lot of people that was into anime. And if it was, they didn't make that stuff known. It was sort of kind of like a I like anime but I'm not gonna tell my friends because it's not cool you know what I'm saying so now it's cool it's it's, you see everybody in the anime everybody is you know watching anime everyone wants to see what's new and understand you know that type of lifestyle so now like I feel as though this this is something that more people will be interested in so that's why I decided to do it I wanted it before but this is like 2016 17 ish there wasn't a lot of people that was in the anime 
Like I would cosplay and people would be on my Facebook page and be like, why are you doing that? Like what? You know? So, but now I, I have a lot of supporters. I have a lot of people that's like, oh my God, that's so cool. So it's just different. <laughs> I like people want to shame you just for co- that. Okay. Well, you keep the prize. People shame people for lesser, like for small things, like oh, why you got blue hair, or like oh, like why you wearing that? You know, oh, you your body, you're fat, so you shouldn't you shouldn't be wearing this. You know, so it's just people in general are suck. Most people in general suck. Not everyone. Yeah, all they're good people. I mean that that's now uh well actually the only thing when you talk about everybody likes anime that that may that reminds me of one of my podcast co-hosts justin he 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 freaking hates anime if i mention anime just for a second it drives him we did a review on our movie show where you talk about movies we have one for movies and games but other cases that the pontier we reviewed moral combat me and uh cody we weren't fans of it justin he kind of liked it but he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. You have to watch this movie because it's the only movie that's on theater. You, you know, you got to go out of the theaters. You got to get out of the house. Take your girlfriend to see Mortal Kombat. And then I just silently mentioned Demon Slayer. And then he just gave me that look. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like he's gonna, he was about to kick my butt. I was like, I'm sorry, okay, I won't talk about anime anymore. Oh my gosh. Who doesn't, who doesn't like Demon Slayer? Even people that don't like anime like Demon Slayer. Like, well, I, I actually have some friends who are anime fans who find Demon Slayer okay. I, yeah, I'll be honest, I love Demon Slayer and I love it more than they're. Play people who love, I mean, play anime fans, they, they love Bleach. I think the one season of Demon Slayer is way better than Bleach. Like, Bleach, I, I like that show, but over time, I just felt like the anime got redundant and not really for me. It, just some animes, they try to stretch on and, like, go for so many episodes. And I, I feel like, you know, it's good to have that length if you've got something to say but otherwise like end it when you when your story is done Hmm. uh so i'm not into those animes that just keep going like yeah ball and and naruto one piece bleach yeah and just not into that i like i like a story that's got a beginning to middle and end or if you keep going then have something where i'm just constantly constantly guessing or not guessing i just want to know more just uh, for the, for that, yeah, that, that's not for me. But I mean, some pe- people love anime all different times. I don't like to shame people of what type of it, which anime they prefer. That's I don't really think that's right because anime. I mean, there's there's a countless amounts of it uh, to watch. So whatever you're into, whatever you're into, I'll just say I don't know if you noticed this because I think this would be interesting to ask. So you being in Japan, being anime lover, I mean, does uh, all cozy in that in that chair blanket you're just ha- you're just living the life i'm just so happy for you you're just this happy go lucky beautiful woman just having fun hopefully not not having days where you're like well i mean you just mentioned that you love living japan so i, I figure every day you're just waking up just happy hopefully. i do okay <laughs> so i don't know if you've heard like uh japan is the home of the the red sun no. so on days when the sun sets or when dawn comes there's this beautiful 
round red sun. And most days, like when it's like that, I'll wake up early, I'll make some tea and I'll just watch the sun come up or I'll watch the sun go down. And that, if I've had a bad day, I completely forget that I had a bad day. So I have bad days and they're not too, they're not too pretty. But, you know, when that happens, I try to like release all of that before I go to sleep because I can't go to sleep mad. I'll just wake up like every 30 seconds. So I've gotten in, in that into my schedule to, you know, do that. Back to Naruto. You don't like Naruto? <laughs> like, no, I, I did. I did for a time. What? What? I thought we were shaving here. No, 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 no. So Bleach, Bleach, I understand. Bleach and One Piece. I can't, I didn't even finish those, you know, but be, because of the, it was the repetition for me. But like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto, like, no, those are, uh, okay, yeah. So Dragon Ball Z is sort of kind of like repetitive too, but like he keeps, they keep leveling up. There's always something new, you know, but Naruto though, Naruto, there's, there is a beginning, there's a middle and there's an end. And it, it, it puts you through all these types of, of emotions, happiness, sadness. Well, it starts off super fucking sad and then it goes to happiness and sadness and it's like you watch you watch naruto grow up and then become like ah, you know so i like naruto i do like drag ball z too and but i can understand where you come from when you say when you talk about one piece and bleach yeah those two kind of suck but i I, like when bleach started i was like wow i'm into this i i really love the character of zichigo and and his uh relationship with uh i forgot her name but yeah I think it was after a certain point where they started getting into characters about who's got a real soul, who doesn't. I mean, it started going to Kingdom Hearts territory where it got very convoluted. And now there's all these seasons about different battles. And I'm like, okay, the the story is not even important in this show anymore. So that's why when when Demon Slayer happened, I saw the first season. I was like, wow, I, I cried in that anime and i never did for bleach even when i enjoyed it so the, i have friends who are like no bleach is better i'm like yeah i just don't get it. uh yeah. and uh naruto well maybe i i just haven't kept up with it that's it but i read or i heard like in the manga or something where characters will die but then there's this like re- resurrection scroll and that's how they keep bringing these characters back i'm not a fan of that dragon a- ball z Jutsu, uh, jitsu yeah so yeah. but uh they're not they they don't stay alive though it's it's weird it's weird but you'd have to watch it you have to watch the you have to watch all the way through okay. it maybe i'll give that no chance because i mean i i didn't like naruto when it started i, I might but uh dragon ball z like i would see things like the return of broly i was like i i mean it's every like big baddie who wants uh, uh, to destroy the world and goku's gotta kick their butt by leveling up to the next level of mm-hmm. saiyan what i did like about the new dragon ball z is that because uh, this is just speaking to the evolution of anime there were some old anime i would watch that would have some caricatures and like for dragon ball z i don't even remember the character's name but for Pokemon, there was a, a uh, character pretty similar to that called Jinx. And the appearance of Jinx, as a little kid, I mean, I didn't, again, I, I didn't even like know the context of it. As I grew up, I know about 
some of the like racist depictions of black people and jinx and this one character from dragon ball z kind of reminded me of those depictions from what i hear that character is not present in the new dragon ball z series so i mean again that that would be that that's cool then i guess maybe i need to watch dragon ball z again i i don't remember uh why i stopped oh you know what maybe it was the movie because i saw the live action american movie and that was my breaking point (laughs) so okay maybe maybe i have to revisit dragon ball z i don't know watch that anyway i think the character you're talking about is mr popo oh yeah mr pope yeah yeah i think he's indian yeah he has indian dress like for a long time i thought he was black too but then like on one of the forums they were there was somebody explained like his his the 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 headpiece that he has the the vest and then also the pants and his shoes are all you know uh indian indian from from Mm -hmm. india india dress and i was like looking at it i was like that does look like it but you know i don't know but it's pretty much the it's he's all black with the red lips um yeah. it looks like yeah, yeah it looks like uh, i think that's called a, a picanetti yeah, yeah yeah like that but i yeah I, he's not he's not in the new he's not in uh he's not in dragon ball z kai he's not in dragon ball z yeah he's not in any of that so i don't know what happened to him he's still he's still with uh kai <laughs> but you rarely you don't see him as much and then the other character, uh, Jinx, I see it, I see it, but I never paid attention to it. So it makes sense. Cause I, I, did, I, I got into Pokemon, but I was in the Pokemon as much. That's one of my sisters, my, one of my sisters, she loves Pokemon. I just couldn't get into it. I actually do have some Pokemon, the, the, the gold Pokemon balls yeah. um, that I collected while I was here. Pretty cool. I have a Mewtwo and I have a Poliwhirl. you know what pokemon was another thing i fell off of but then very recently i got back into it and i think the encouragement was from that detective pikachu movie that came out but uh yeah so maybe there maybe i'll just have to relook at those anime that i want i mean i'm currently trying to watch through hunter x hunter so when i get done with that and attack on titans and i'll go back and see that but not gonna spoil anything for you in hunter no, I, but I'm, I'm halfway. It is a good, it is very, I'm telling you, you will love it. I'm not going to, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll do a review of it when I uh, finish it up. What, what, what's something that I did notice though, and when I bring it up to some uh, anime fans that I, or friends that I know they're into anime, I think they know, but also, yeah. But what I'm trying to get to is that I see some anime where, like Food Wars, for example, which I just stumbled, that was the thing, I never, I didn't see any preview of what that anime was about. I didn't even stumble, I just stumbled upon it on Hulu. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. It's about a guy trying to protect or uh, help the business with a, a father and son business and people trying to shut it down. I, I, that seems like that could be cool. And within the first 15 minutes, it started off with uh, a, a, a seemingly underage girl getting uh, molested by tentacles and peanut butter. The tentacles going in uh, her spot. And, and there are people who love Food Wars. And I was like, you know, that kind of imagery, 
I don't know how I feel. I mean, some people are like, uh, you know, it's that anime is anime, but like that type of humor or something that I don't given I don't see in, in anime all the time, thankfully, but there every now and then there's just this one show that will depict their woman or even young girls in sort of a, a sexual imagery that I I just I don't know if I could feel very comfortable with like honestly I think Food Wars is kind of wrong and there are some people are gonna be upset with that because they love Food Wars but I could not continue watching the anime after the first episode because of that scene so I've seen all of all the Food Wars and Woman. <laughs> uh, well I've seen a lot of anime I, I, I get mean, yeah so so with food words, so I'm a foodie myself. Um, and I do know that scene that you're talking about. And so when you're eating, when you're biting into something that's new or refreshing or something that you didn't think that would taste that way, like what kind of senses do you have? Like what what senses are touched for uh, you? Not my not not my butt or my balls. Got it. <laughs> Got it. So well, so the way the way the 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 creator tried to make it seem as though is that his food particularly his food creates a seductive um feeling to that where whatever you taste whatever he makes it creates this surge that goes throughout the whole body and he's a really good cook and i love food but everything that he makes is they explain and it's like oh my god you can pretty much it fills the room you smell it you taste it, you see it, and then once you do taste it, your body tastes it. So that's that's well, what they're why, trying to say. Why a little girl? That that's the question that never gets answered. The, well, the little she she mm, I don't know, but but they do it for males too here. Well, yeah, like, male. But the thing is, people talk about uh, you know per, there are some shows or movies out there they might. Uh, have uh they're they're sexist because of uh some betrayal of women or uh, you know underage kids being sexualized and i look at whenever there's an anime that does it's like oh that's just anime it's like no even if it's not live action and and it's anime that still feels wrong to me and that's why i just could not get over food even if there's an exclamation as to why i can i cannot get past that first see even even if i finish the whole episode i see even see how he seduced the the business uh woman and those guys too which again that was something that i was i was not really uh it, yeah it's not for me but it, it's a question that when, when i even speak up on uh, anime it's something that i, I would hope as time goes by they get away from that like they have with certain betray- uh, betrayals of black characters yeah i mean so there's there's different types of anime you got yeah. you got slice of life um yeah. all of those different types of anime it gives you warnings like hey it's sexual and content like um and like for a while you had adults tell other adults like hey why are you still watching anime it's for kids Anime was never for kids, yeah. cartoon kids, but anime is not for kids. And I try to tell everyone, I'm like, hey, don't allow your kid to watch anime because it's not for them. It's for adults. Like cartoons are for kids. Anime is for adults. 
Like there's not a lot of PG-13 anime that people are making nowadays. And sad to say, but there really wasn't any. Even back in the day in the 90s, Dragon Ball Z wasn't for kids. There's scenes in Dragon Ball Z where, or Dragon Ball, where Goku is lifting up Boma's skirt, looking like, and he's like, why don't you, she, he asked her, he was like, why don't you have what I have? And then he was like, it stinks. You know what I'm saying? So those, that anime wasn't for kids. So, yeah. I mean, I think that if they put another, a, a, a bigger disclaimer on it, say, hey, this is what we have in this anime. It's not for your kids. It's for adults. Or, you know, just to let people that's not into that type of stuff and don't like seeing that type of stuff, give them a heads up and say, hey, this might not be an anime that you want to see. Because the tentacle thing, that's more of getting the hentai-ish. Yeah, I- hentai is probably what, what I was referring to. Like the, I went to an anime convention where I was like trying to look for a DVD or a Blu-ray back before we even had streaming. It'd be as popular as it is now. And I just saw a line of DVDs of just little girls in their bikinis. And I was like, okay, this is odd. And then I look up and the, the seller is like, are you, uh, would you like some hentai? You need some por- or pornography, sir. And I, I just looked at that. I looked at him and I just backed away. I was like, no, I don't want any part of this. So um, did he tell you that they were girls? Because so yeah. little girls, thought, like the Japanese, they are small. They're very small here. You would think that like that's a little girl, but uh, she'll be an adult. <laughs> like, okay, so I'll take it back to when I first got here. I first got to Japan and the women here are small. They look like children. I should uh they just look very young, you know? So you can have a 19 or a 20 year old girl and she looks like she's might be 13. And you're like, how old are you? And she's 20, you know? So I'm not taking away from that because it very well might have been children. But that, that yeah. I, and and they, they're obsessed with being small. Okay. They like being small framed. They don't like having a lot of weight. They they don't, they, they like looking very young. Um, they upkeep themselves to look young. Um, especially the younger ones now, they make sure they keep their skin covered a lot because they, they don't like being dark or getting dark. So there's the, there's a lot of different beauty standards that they have here that we don't have over there in the States. In the States, we like thickness. We like uh, round face, round eyes. We like big boobs, big booty. For them, not so much. That's not something that they find attractive. So you being a black woman and over here and you you met you just mentioned beauty standards and you said they don't like their skin dark yeah how do you feel about that well i don't really care i don't really care about it because for me i have such high esteem like i have high i have a lot of confidence i have a lot of self-esteem so with that i'm like that doesn't involve me because i'm not one i'm not looking to date a japanese man so his their standards don't really apply to me i i wasn't like saying well well, aren't you looking what i was meaning is that 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 image of okay i don't want my skin to be dark which i mean yeah that because i mean if your skin is not originally dark you shouldn't make it dark because that would be blackface but for them to be like no we just don't like dark skin so is it like i don't want my skin to be dark or they just don't find 
dark-skinned people to be attractive. No, it's more so um, a status thing. So the darker your skin, they associate you as a farmer, somebody that works outside, somebody that's not high status. And then the lighter your skin is someone that's, you know, in-house, wealthy, uh, you know, something like that. So if you're, if you have dark skin, they are automatically think like, hey, you are a farmer. You're all outside all the time. Your skin is you know, dark it because you're outside, but. So the, do they be, view you that? Me? No. Like, so they know that I'm, I'm not Japanese, obviously. So okay. they, they, so the, the first time where someone tried to touch my skin, I thought like, no, you're not going to touch me. But then as it started happening again with younger children and then um, the older ones, it's more so they're interested in how, like how my skin feels because it looks, it looks very smooth but then it's also dark as well so the farmers with dark skin their skin typically isn't smooth it doesn't look normal because being dark isn't normal to them but for me it's normal for me so they touch me to try to feel it to see if like i have any like uh if it's if i'm rough but i'm cocoa (laughs) smooth and it's like they're like oh so you know so it's more so like a learning thing for them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure they are not viewing you as like an inferior part of the, the, the I mean, the city. But if it's just like, okay, maybe it's like a, a health condition of being on the sun too much. Then, I mean, that's just something when I hear somebody say, yeah, dark skin's not attractive. Okay. What do you mean by that? Because there are people who really do think, yeah, dark skin. Yeah, that's not like stop don't, don't. Well, I, I've gotten you know I've gotten a mix on everybody even you know even black people are can be colorists as well but like so you know it's not just a one type of people or you know no, but yeah. and for me I don't if I hear someone say that or if I experience that it kind of goes in one ear and out the other because that doesn't apply to me that's okay. your you can have whatever kind of opinion you want but at the end of the day I got my own opinions about myself. So, and I try to teach people that I try to like explain that to young girls today that experience the same things because a lot of times not everyone's going to take it like I take it. There's, there's, you know, African-American people over here that don't feel as comfortable over here as I do because they don't take things the same way. So it's pretty much based off your opinion. Like another person can say, oh, I don't like it here because everybody stared at me. They try to touch me. They try to play in my hair. They try to do this. They try to, you know, they walk around me. They try to, you know, you, you know, somebody else can take that as them being racist. But me, on the other hand, I don't take it as that. So it just, it depends on the person's opinion, really. So. All right. I'm just, and just I'm going to make sure you're having the best time over there. Because, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, that, that might be some experience of somebody wanting to touch your hair and, and your, your skin. Because, yeah, there are people who do feel that as racist. They feel that as uh, systemic racism. They feel like, oh, oh, you're a black woman. I got to touch your hair. I don't really mind. Yeah. Uh, because there's, uh, there's Japanese guys with locks over here. And it's really cool. They're really into, like, Caribbean culture is, like, You'll see them. And they're, they are long, long locks, too. So they'll see mine and they're like, oh, man, yours are so, so neat. It's so nice. I wish mine could, you know, do like that. So, <laughs> I mean, 
it is what it is. Okay. It's really interesting to hearing all these experiences with you over in Japan. I mean, I know you, you mean with your shop, but I, I mean, it's, it's a very a fascinating thing to be someone outside who wasn't nat- naturally born in Japan and to just live over there and I mean, be kind of an observer of what's going on while loving the culture, being the anime a lot and doing very well. You, you mentioned your good days and your bad days, but I mean, selling those cosmetics and knowing there are cosplay. Do you have like pe- people send back pictures of their purchases, like any I, fan interaction? Yes, I do. So a big part of that is like I have people that do reviews, um, but I haven't been uploading them onto the website as much as I should because I'm trying to work on a new version of the website, of my website. Um, I'm trying to go into more of a more professional, but still sort of kind of anime-ish. Right now, my website looks very like a kawaii, and it's very playful. So (laughs) a lot of people that do want to buy, they're like, this website looks amateur, which I've gotten some reviews like that, but I've been working on trying to like revamp my website to look a little bit more professional than what it does. So I haven't uploaded any um, of my customer reviews yet. I don't know about like amateur, but I just, I was like, you know what? No, this looks adorable. And then looking at you, I'm like, oh, that makes sense because you're adorable. Uh, (laughs) I mean, having all these like, uh, like cartoon uh, versions of you. (laughs) I want to make cartoon version of myself. Yeah, but I just yeah. don't have the I don't have the time yet. I, I mean, like I love that your logo, uh, Coco, because it's actually a model. Because you even have like the live act, or the, I want to say the live action, but the real life photo that's based off of. I bet you probably love that. I do. Like so, good thing you mentioned that the proportions on that. The <laughs> I okay back to back to the uh, the discussion that we talked about with it came to um sexualization oh, yeah. I was, yeah so the proportions on my uh logo is not as is not in real in real time because I, I i do have good proportions but my proportion on my logo is over exaggerated and it's because i was trying to create an anime like experience because all of the anime that really grabs people's attention it's the anime girl with big boobs the small waist and the, the big thick thighs you know <laughs> so you're trying you're trying to attract pervs to your website basically no i'm not <laughs> trying to my website i'm trying to because girls like that too you know yeah. so. well there could be female pervs i true pervs everywhere <laughs> next thing you know they're gonna ask for your only fans i don't have that <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> no, um, I have got a lot of people because I do pop up stands, and then sometimes I try to like cosplay with it when with my pop up stands. I've gotten a lot of people that ask me for pictures and try to pay me for pictures and stuff like that. But I will never give into that OnlyFans thing. It's that's just not for me. I no. All right. No. <laughs> no. No. That that's perfectly fine. I I, I mean I. I I don't even have an OnlyFans because I even when I try to have one, they they tell me my dress is not real. So I I just kind of gave up on that. But I I just really proud that you are making this for as much success as you can. 
I mean, whether or not this is your complete day job right now, or it will be down the road. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I want that to happen. Just uh, just a really adorable uh, young Black woman just selling lots of uh, cute anime aesthetics for everybody. Uh, I mean, most specifically women, but I, I just think that's really awesome. And, and just what, what things do you want to bring to your store? Like besides changing the website, what are some other additions? You have lipstick, you have uh, different accessories, like uh, you mentioned backpacks. I saw some hats too. Mm-hmm. What are some yeah. other things you want? Even if it's not new types of cosmetics, but maybe new anime themed. So my, the, the little chibi with the yeah. chocolate bar. So I have some new drawings of her and she has a friend. I made her a friend. So I'm going to bring, um, soon as I'm done with the complete version of it, I'm going to do highlighters. I'm going to do um, blush, like, because I wear a lot of blush in my cosplay. So that's going to be something that I, like, want to do. Um, I was looking into, um, like, anime cosplay contacts, but mm, that's pretty tricky. Um, because a lot of people, whenever I cosplay, they ask me, where, where, I got, where did you get your contacts from? Where did you get your Sharingan contacts from? And I have to tell them, like, hey, drop the link, boom. Where did you get the cosplay from? Drop the link. So maybe, maybe some some of my cosplays. I have got a lot of people ask me, can they buy the one that I had on my body? That's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, but like highlighters is coming to the website. I'm gonna do another palette, probably with natural and gold colors because I like to. I like gold and I like natural colors. Um, what else? Uh, blush obviously and I was thinking about foundations too but I don't do a lot of foundation because just because my skin but I know I can't base it off my skin I don't like the way it makes your skin oily and yeah I don't like that but there's a lot of women that have suggested hey can you put foundation can you put concealer on the website uh can you you know stuff like that so I'm open to it I just haven't made the decision on that if that's what I want to do yet but as far as merchandise, um, I have a lot of Hunter Hunter stuff coming. And I do have some One Piece stuff coming, too, because mm-hmm. I got a lot of One Piece fans, even though I'm not a fan of One Piece myself. Um, and then, obviously, I have a lot of Sailor Moon stuff, too, that's coming. Yeah, well, I mean, still just loving anime and, and making sales. Hey, I mean, if, if not, if you love it, at least other people love it. That's what you do there. Unless somebody finds out you're One Piece fan, they're like, yeah, I don't know if I want to buy her, her One Piece product because she doesn't like One Piece, so it, it might not be the best. So you kind of <laughs> slapped it together in the last minute. I hope not. Uh, I try not to be biased when it comes to anime. I watch everything. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I try everything. But if it's something that I don't like, I just won't continue. But I can still speak, you know, a little bit to where they might think that I am still a fan of the anime. Like I've watched up to 250 episodes of One Piece and then that's it. Cause I was just like, you know when I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen like what, 86 episodes of Bleach. And I was like, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> I think that's how many episodes I watched. Cause I think that was the point where they went into the, 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 the other things. And I was like, yeah, right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So I can speak on Bleach I, and I can speak on One Piece to where I can pretty much hide that I'm not really a fan of it. So they should well, be okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's people listen to this and be like, okay, now I know. Now I know. <laughs> I, hope, I hope not. Yeah. I take that back. Yeah. I said I take it back then. I love Bleach and I love One Piece. Amazing. Oh, okay. Well, it's too late now. You can't go back on it. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah. Where do people find uh, your your store? Um, so my link is icocollc.com. You can Google it. Yeah. Uh and first one it pops up. That's me. And what about like social media platforms and all that? Obviously, my TikTok, I have a business TikTok. It's also iCoco. Um, and then Instagram is also at iCoco LLC. And then also my Facebook business page is also iCoco LLC. <laughs> so everything, everything except for I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on, uh, what's another big one? LinkedIn. I'm not on uh, yeah, only any of the other. LinkedIn, so don't. Uh... <laughs> I, I I thought about getting on LinkedIn because it's supposed to be a business, you know. No, it's for people in finance and, and other but like creative. But if you were to go on LinkedIn and, and go to, yeah, you're like, hey, I, I sell anime cosmetics. Like all the old like corporate people would be like, what the crud is this? Oh, it's... well, no, I'm not going to do that then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All iCoco LLC. Yeah. Yep. And this will be on Pondstress, which is available all podcast listening platforms you can think of. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, you know, name it, we're there. Pondstress. Facebook.com slash Pondstress. Instagram slash Pondstress. Twitter at Chiefspond64. I have uh, little video clips that I will share on TikTok and Instagram, both under Pondstress. Miss, I, I I just adore the heck out of you. You're just such a joy. Like, yeah, I, I hope you just have the best life here. Like, you never stop having that grin uh, and just. Oh, um, it's I I don't know if I can stop doing it. I can, but it. <laughs> well, no, that's good. You're just you're in such a good mood. You just loving life. That's the best thing to happen. And I hope that even now you feel about the states that you would still consider occasionally traveling in a way of setting up a vendor. Because uh, a lot of these anime conventions, they have vendors. Some of them have items that are, are shops that are normally based in Japan. And they come to different anime uh, states. Or uh, not anime. What am I saying? Anime states. Uh, states. So, yeah, it would be cool to see you at a con over here, possibly someday because you I, are a job yeah um but that's something that i would have to like plan yeah I would, yeah I would have to plan for a minute to see which one i would want to come to maybe california is more realistic for me because it's just right not really right across the water but it's over right there so okay that's more realistic for me uh, yeah i live in texas Oh, sure. <laughs> Texas has a lot of anime. We we like we like anime too. <laughs> Buy your stuff. I, yeah, Texas is big. Texas is a big big state. I'm where where part of Texas are you from? I well, I'm I'm from very up north Texas. I'm in the Dallas area, 
But Dallas has some big anime conventions. They got Akon and Anime Dallas. Not well, Anime Dallas also. Anime, anime Fest and Akon are like the two biggest and most loved out of all the anime conventions there are in the North Texas. But in those two conventions, they've had not only Japan Japan based vendors, but even they would occasionally fly out guests who are from japan and that would be cool to see you at one of these cons someday you said you said anime fest in dallas yeah anime fest and well anime fest and there's a anime con so there's a con dallas and then there's anime anime fest is my personal favorite i would say but a con if you wanted to go for the biggest one yet that would be a con but both of them based around dfw wow i'm looking at some of the pictures and this is that's pretty amazing and honestly wow. all the hate you you've ever gone to out in and your time in the states when you go to those cons you're gonna have that same experience that uh you have over there i bet because that's nothing but people who love anime uh, and of different gender race sexualities like i I know that there's plenty of homophobia going on over in the U.S. And when I go to a convention, there's just so many uh, LGBTQ cosplayers just having a good time. And uh, yeah, so I, I mean, you know, hopefully you have you have some great experience or whatever. Maybe I, I'm just uh, being selfish because uh, I always want to meet my interviewees someday. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are just a joy I, I would love to meet you too um looking at the the anime fest though that's something that i probably would enjoy yeah, um, I, would, I would think so you know when when, would, when covid is not as big of a deal of course i'm not talking about this year i'm like you know maybe net i don't know next year or the year after whatever year where we don't have to deal with this pandemic anymore but or at least not not in the degree where you could fly and possibly spread COVID. So uh, I'm vaccinated, but well, I can probably- yeah, I'm vaccinated too. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, but now that I have the dates, that's something that I can plan in the future. Yes, probably next year. Okay. So it's yeah, a three. I love it. Yeah. Three. So, yeah. I, I hope you have a, a, just a night, great night because it's night over here. It's the start of the morning right here, raining really hard. Uh, we're having storms. So I hope you have a lovely night and just the rest of your week and all, all that. Just you're, you're amazing. Like, really. You, I'm so glad I got to interview you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity um, to be interviewed. Like, I, you're probably one of my first interviews, actually, um, that I've had. Uh, I was interviewed for from um, Bleared, Blurred Over. They interviewed me. Oh, um, my gosh. Blurred Over? Wow. So, ma- so much crossovers with those guys. I know them. I interviewed them, too. Yes. Um, and he's actually a really good friend of mine. Um, oh, I went wow. to talk with Micah, and he was my first interview. And I did pretty crappy because... Every time you tried to ask me a question, I would just talk, 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 talk. I had so much stuff to say. So I now I know like you wait for like, a question and then you respond. <laughs> well, I like it conversational. I don't like the the professional, like, okay, would you like a question? Okay, here's your question. Question, question. Okay, a- answer, answer. All right, next question. And there's the, it's like, I, I like to be able to interact with, like you're talking to someone and not 
doing a job here. Like I'm not here out of obligation or, or because uh, someone's, I don't know, donating like money for me to go to five guys or whatever burger place around. But uh, no, it, uh, yeah, I just, I'll talk to you later. You're, you're great. Okay. Well, thank you for this opportunity. I hope you have a good morning. Thanks. Yeah, you have a good morning. <laughs>